Thanks and welcome. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Linda is the CEO of BBB Western Ontario. Ask BBB is a program that gives consumers information from businesses they can trust. Later in the program, we're going to be joined by Ashley Castleman, who is Communications Manager at BBB Serving Western Ontario. And we're going to be talking about a new extortion kidnapping scam that's been popping up. We have had some really gorgeous fall days, unlike late August when we thought fall was arriving. But now it's almost November, and unless something very unusual happens, we know winter will arrive soon. Today on Ask BBB, we do a little preparation when we are joined by Wojtek Mikalczyk um, from Himalaya Roofing and Renovations. Are there checks for your eaves troughs, siding, and roof you should make now to assure a cozy, warm home throughout the winter months? And when you are outside, how do you stay cozy and warm? Well, with a good winter coat, of course. Ernie Raftus is the chair of the board of directors, and Michelle Hancock, who is manager of fund development and communications of the Boys and Girls Club, join us this morning to remind us of this annual campaign that puts warmth in a season in a number of ways. And now we welcome to Ask BBB, Ernie and Michelle. How long has this program been part of the Boys and Girls Club? This program has been running for 20 years here in London. Uh, How does the program work, Ernie? Well, we have distribution points in businesses and arenas, and the public at large are uh, asked annually to uh, take coats of uh, good repair. Uh, They don't have to be new, but they should be clean and, and usable in children's sizes. And this year, we've decided to point out that uh, a lot of teenagers are the size of men and women, so we are accepting uh, small to medium uh, men's and women's coats. And, of course, uh, other apparel is needed as well, gloves, mitts, hats, scarves, uh, anything that you would want to suit up your children in, we need. And when is the distribution date? We're accepting uh, right up to October 28th, and on Saturday, November 4th is uh, the day running from starting at 9.30 in the morning right through till 4 p.m. And uh, the lineup tends to be quite large in the morning, so getting there first, you're probably going to get the size that you need. Learning Coats for Kids uh, equips kids in the short term for the weather, but the Boys and Girls Club equips kids for the future with some other very unique programs. And perhaps uh, between you and Michelle, we can look at some of those. The MAP program is one that uh, we found really interesting. That's the My Action Plan for Education. Uh, what has been the impact of this program? Well, if I could first address that, in the past uh, seven years, it has taken some children that started in the uh, junior level right through to the senior level, and we've had a couple success stories that made it to med school and have graduated and onward uh, to the University of Ottawa and Western, of course. Uh, The other thing that it it brings is uh, solid follow-up by both parents and and the kid himself. Any children that applies and are accepted, they uh, have have many obligations, uh, homework. There has to be support from the parents, and it's followed up with uh, some of the best volunteers that you would ever find. We have well over 300 volunteers from Western and uh, Fanshawe that not only support that program, but all the children at large uh, receive tutoring and help with their homework. So you've mentioned opportunities to volunteer and work with young students. How can people get involved if they're listening to the show? 
Well, I think probably the best way would be to visit our website at um, www.bgclondon.ca. And um, there's a volunteer form online that they can fill out with various uh, options for them to uh, choose from. Uh, the Boys and Girls Club is a BBB accredited charity. Uh, how important is this status to the Boys and Girls Club? And any advice that you'd give to charities thinking about going through that accreditation process with the BBB? Well, I would say that it's a, it's an incredibly important um, accreditation to have. When we think about our constituents, especially um, dealing with young people and uh, with the seniors program that also runs at the Boys and Girls Club, people want to know that they're coming to an organization that can be trusted. And the accreditation um, makes that statement and proves that point. When it comes to individuals who are looking to don- donate as well, they want to know that there, there's a, a process and um, an external review that looks at this in order to um, be sure that you are maintaining and adhering to rigorous standards. So I would say it is an incredibly important um, accreditation to have, and it is not as onerous as you might think to achieve that accreditation. You mentioned when you were talking the seniors program and that's part of what makes the Boys and Girls Club really unique is that uh, seniors are involved there with seniors programs. Yeah. Well, now has I ventured seniorhood myself, <laughs> uh, I'm probably the first, uh, maybe possibly the first board chair that also is a member of the Horton Street uh, Seniors Club. And the work that they do, not just participating in the club, is fundraising charities. You'll find seniors at the front desk, at security entrances, volunteering their time. Uh, one of the things that they're especially good at, one of our top fundraising, is the swimathon, and they typically bring in anywhere between ten to fifteen thousand dollars. The seniors themselves. There's over fourteen hundred members, and this is their thirtieth anniversary coming this Friday. There's a celebration at the Boys and Girls Club. And the final thing I'd like to mention about the Horton Street Club is it started uh, not only 30 years ago, but the Boys and Girls Club, it started from Vimy Re- Legion. Our first building was from the Legion. Well, that's, uh, that's one of the things that makes uh, Boys and Girls Club unique. And the other is the annual Coats for Kids program. Can we just recap then uh, where people can take their coats and, and uh, the distribution date. So the coats will be distributed on Saturday, November 4th, beginning from 9.30 till uh, approximately 4 p.m. or when the coats are gone, so could be sooner. Um, and a couple of distribution sites include the London Police Services, uh, QP7575, Highbury North Pet Hospital, and the London International Airport. And if they want to take a coat somewhere to donate, they can still do that? Yes, right up until this Friday. And where's the list of uh, where they can take those coats? Uh, it is online on the bgclondon.ca. And you can bring it right to the Boys and Girls Club as well. Well, thanks very much the, for being with us this morning. Our guests have been Michelle Hancock, who is Manager of Fund Development and Communications, and Ernie Raftus, who is Chair of the Board of Directors of the Boys and Girls Club. And when we return, your home's exterior ready for the cold? Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan with Linda Smith, CEO and President of BBB Serving Western Ontario. And our guest on this segment of the show is Wojtek Milhachuk, who is of Himalaya Roofing and Renovations. Welcome to Ask BBB, Wojtek. Thanks for having me, guys. 
Your company, company Himalaya Roofing and Renovations, helps take, take care of exteriors of our home. The leaves are finally falling, and besides helping us get some good vigorous exercise raking them, uh, they can end up clogging our eaves troughs. How important is it to clear them? You know, you know what I think is that eaves troughs serve a purpose. They're sort of the unsung heroes of your home. Uh, for many years, you know, 10, 20 years, they work capturing water from your roof, keeping water away from uh, your walls, your siding, and we take them for granted. We don't take care of them like we do annually with our lawn. So a lot of us don't even look up to see what's going on. But eventually everything, you know, everybody's lifespan comes to an end, and that includes your eaves trough. So one of the things you can do as a homeowner um, is is uh, go walk around your property, have a look up at the eaves troughs. If you can see any kind of cracking or splitting, um, also, I know many of us don't go out in the rain uh, because it's raining, but check if there's any leaks coming out from the corners um, and as well as see if the downspouts are properly channeling the water out or you could have too many leaves in there. Um, so it's very important to look up to see if the eaves troughs are potentially separating from your house, like some older ones which are nailed in or spiked in versus the new ones. So be diligent, walk around. If it doesn't look right, there's probably something wrong with it. And you want to try to address that sooner than later. If you can get up on your roof, if it's easy to clean them, do so, or call a professional company. We'd certainly be happy to help. Um, but take that annual maintenance on that uh, to prevent water from getting into your house by trickling down the side of your house. Now, you mentioned in there um, a term of about 20 years. So if, if our home or the eaves troughs have been around more than 20 plus years, then it's probably an idea to, to do that inspection? It is. And, you know, it's important. I mean, it depends where you live sometimes, uh, if there's any kind of wind damage and things like that, or ice buildup actually over in the wintertime, um, you know, could have uh, separated the eaves a little bit or have kind of pushed them down. So be diligent, knowing each lifespan is a little different, but um, checking them annually, I think, is the most important part. Now, you mentioned spiking and that there's something different. How do they, they attach now? Well, I mean, things have come a long way. So eaves troughs, um, some older homes would have uh, just eaves troughs that are uh, done in pieces and then, then caulked uh, or welded together. Um, and big spikes put into the side of your home. And these spikes are not like your screws, right? So eaves troughs eventually moving with the ice will loosen. The new eaves troughs nowadays are what's called seamless eaves troughs. They're run in one segment, so there's not many gaps in between them. And there's special brackets that go in that are actually screwed in right into the wood, so there's minimal that. Um, so be diligent. If your home is over 20 years old, you probably have the old style with the spikes and so forth. So siding on homes is intended to last a long time as well. Does it ever need to be replaced and what sort of things will tell us it's time? I guess there's uh, three types of um, siding. So some of us uh, could have the old wooden siding. It looks beautiful. I mean, uh, you know, when it's stained and all that stuff, but as everybody knows, wood uh, doesn't last long in the elements. So um, that's probably the first one that will go um, without proper maintenance on it. Um, Some people do have aluminum uh, siding. Uh, again, you have to be diligent to make sure through the winters that things are not cracking or splitting or there's been wind damage to it. And aluminum is a great option, but as well as aluminum uh, tends to fade over time. So you would see discoloring on that. And vinyl siding or composite siding, which is the trend, which is used exclusively for new homes. And more and more people are even taking off their aluminum old siding or wood and putting on the vinyl siding. So in the, uh, you've pretty much answered my next question there <laughs> in terms of which one is is, is going to be the pres- preferable in terms of choice. Um, besides aesthetics, is vinyl then one that we could uh, think is going to last the longest? 
It is. Um, and one of the things you also have to consider, nowadays uh, there are darker colors that are becoming popular with vinyl siding. So you always want to be um, diligent as to if you're building a home, where's the sun? Because like a darker color with the sun on a standard vinyl might start warping it uh, where you can get more harder composite ones. So uh, be diligent. Check your property again. If it doesn't look right or it doesn't look like it did, it needs replacing. Obviously, application is one of the most important things. If you had it done recently and you're seeing issues, um, you know, make sure when you are selecting somebody, they're part of the Better Business Bureau to make sure they they uh, do an excellent quality job and give you that long term. You sort of touched on what I was about to ask. <laughs> Sorry, no, Linda. no, 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 because when it comes to choices, once people determine a need, they have to choose a company to deal with. And of course, we recommend they start by consulting Better Business Bureau's list of accredited businesses. Can you share your perspective as an owner of an accredited business with a, a, a terrific rating? I think it's vital. I mean, uh, consumers are well-educated. Uh, they watch enough home improvement shows. Um, they want to be diligent. They want to make sure they, you know, price is not necessarily the factor in getting uh, a project done. Quality is important, but also vetting. We think people should go to the Better Business Bureau for all their needs. See what companies have been vetted. See what people have said about their worksmanship. It is, your home is a big investment. Changing out siding, doing east troughs, that's a lot of money, and you want to make sure it's done right, and that's what the BBB is here for, is to make sure that uh, you work with respectable contractors that are part of the Better Business Bureau. Well, part of our mission is to create a, a, a marketplace where buyers and sellers trust each other. Uh, we know about looking for somebody we can trust who's going to do the work. How about from the, the uh, uh, business perspective, when somebody comes to you and they've researched you on BBB, does it make that transaction even easier? I think it's it's already foot in the door. It's already um, a, an easy sell, I guess we can call it, because again, they've vetted us. They've compared multiple roofing or renovation or, or East Trough companies, have looked at what customers said. We're not selling ourselves. Our customers are selling us through the BBB. And, and they find that tool. They can get one-stop information and be able to cross-reference companies. If you don't see them as part of the BBB, a lot of the companies in the BBB are great to work with. If you don't see them there, then you should be cautious. Uh, you know, why aren't they there? Um, so again, we feel the Better Business Bureau, I mean, it probably co contributes to about 50% of our, of our business. We always ask where they came from. Well, we want to thank you very much for taking time once more to be with us here on Ask BBB. Um, and as we prepare for winter, you've given us uh, some ideas of, of having a good look at those eaves troughs. So we want to go out in the rain, eh? You do, and you want to take this time in the winter, have a look to see where ice thin things form. Take the time in the wintertime to see where things don't look right in regards to ice and that, and come see us in the Lifestyle Home Show at the end of January. You're listening to Ask BBB, and our guest has been Wojtek Milhachuk of Himalaya Roofing and Renovations. Thanks again. Thank you. And when we return, we'll be joined by Ashley Castleman to talk about a virtual kidnapping scam that is targeting female Chinese nationals. Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Linda is the CEO of BBB Serving Western Ontario. And now we're going to welcome Ashley Castleman to the show. Uh, Ashley's our communications manager at BBB. Good morning. Good morning, Ashley. Ashley, emergency scams, sometimes called grandparent scams, prey on your willingness to help friends and family in need. Scammers impersonate their target's loved ones, they make up an urgent situation, and they plead for help and for money. Well, thanks to social media sites, scammers can offer plausible stories and incorporate nicknames and real travel plans into the con to convince their target. Now, in the fast, past few weeks, there have been a, there's been a new twist on some of these scams. So can you tell us a little bit about this? 
Uh, yes. Uh, well, police all over the country have been warning the public lately about a new twist to an emergency scam. It, this one's an extortion uh, scheme that tricks vi- victims into believing their loved ones have been kidnapped. Um, in this scheme, numerous victims have been contacted claiming to be Chinese government officials and that the victims are told to, that they're implicated in crimes in China. Um, and on the other side of it, they've also been contacting their families uh, overseas, saying that their loved ones have been contacted and trying to extort money out of that. So is this scheme only targeting Chinese nationals? Uh, this specific twist on it has been uh, targeting uh, female Chinese nationals, usually students who are studying in Canada. Uh, the victims are often coerced into a series of actions that, if not completed, would result in harm for their families. Uh, And again, at the same time, families in China are contacted by the scammers claiming to be the Chinese government who um, are saying that their loved ones are held against their will and they demand money. Now, how do these scams contact the victims? Usually they're contacted with an automated uh, fraudulent phone call. Uh, The Consulate General of the People's Republic of China is also advising Chinese students uh, <clears throat> Any relevant legal documents involving official legal cases in China will be mailed to them directly from the Chinese diplomatic missions. What should someone do if they receive this type of phone call? Uh, first, re- resist the urge to act immediately, no matter how dramatic the story is. Um, in most cases, the best course of action is to hang up the phone. Uh, if you do engage the caller, don't ca- call out your loved one's name. Try to slow down the situation. Request to speak to your family member directly. Ask, how do I know my loved one is okay? Uh, Ask questions only the alleged kidnapped victim would know, such as the name of a pet. Avoid sharing information about yourself or your family. And listen carefully to the voice of the alleged victim if they speak. Also, you can check out the story with other family or friends. uh, But call directly. Never call the number that the uh, alleged kidnapper gives you. Um, you can contact your embassy or consulate to assist you in investigating any suspicious phone call like this. Uh, to buy time, repeat the caller's request and tell them that you're writing down the demand or tell the caller you need time to get things moving. Uh, never agree to pay a ransom uh, by wire or in person. Uh, and uh, delivering money is very dangerous. Hmm. Well, what about online tips? Uh, can we protect ourselves from this scam? Uh, Be cautious of what you share on social media and consider connecting only with people you already know. Uh, Be sure to use privacy settings on all the social media and online accounts. Imposters often get their information about their targets from online interactions and can make themselves sound like a friend or family member because they know so much about you. Where can we report it if we are targeted by this scam or a similar scam? Uh, report uh, it to your local police. Um, you can also report it online to BBB Scam Tracker at bbb.org slash scam tracker. And don't forget, phone calls are never made to verify personal information, especially banking information in a legal situation, and never send money to somebody you've met face-to-face before. So how are these scams so successful in fooling their victims? Uh, the success of any type of virtual kidnapping scheme depends on the on speed and fear. Um, to avoid this, look for these indicators. Um, callers will go to great length to keep you on the phone and insist you have to remain on the phone. Uh, calls do not come from the supposed victim's phone. 
uh, they try to prevent you from contacting the supposed victim, and they usually ask for a wire transfer to be sent to them. If you receive a phone call from somebody demanding a ransom for an alleged kidnap victim and you think it might be real, uh, contact your nearest police station. Um, but most often, these uh, type of phone calls are is a scam trying to get money. Ashley, thank you very much for this. This has been both informative at the same time as it's been a bit alarming, mm-hmm. too. Ashley Castleman is communications manager at BBB Serving Western Ontario and is the producer of Ask BBB. And that is Ask BBB for this time around. Remember, you can contact us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at BBB Western ONT. And don't forget the 20th BBB Business Integrity Awards are approaching fast. You can order your tickets for that uh, coming up on the 9th of November online at bbb.org forward slash western dash Ontario. The awards ceremony will be held on November 9th at 7 a.m. at the Doubletree by Hilton London. We'll be getting up early. <laughs> Interested in becoming a BBB accredited business? Give us a call uh, or go online to bbb.org forward slash western dash Ontario and become part of one of the largest business networks in North America. So until next time, I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Remember, ask BBB. And start with trust.